Well, hello, friends. This is old Double T coming to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. That kind of sounds poetic, doesn't it? Anyway, I love to hunt and fish. How about you? Well, I'm just here as uh, just an old country boy, not a pro, just an old country boy that's fished and hunted all his life. I'm 63 years old and got a lot of experience out in the field and on the water. Just want to share some practical hints to you, some things that you can really use and uh, and uh, help give you the edge out there when you get ready to go fishing and hunting. Well, it's midwinter where I am and uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about some midwinter fishing, mainly trout fishing this time of year and what you can do to make it a great experience. Welcome to the podcast today. This is Old Double T, and uh, as I said, it's midwinter here in uh, Tennessee, and uh, right smack dab in the middle of January. And uh, this time of year, a lot of uh, fair weather fishermen stop fishing and uh, wait till the spring. But uh, hey, you don't have to do that. There's some good fishing even in the winter time, and uh, no matter what kind of fishing you enjoy, it's a little bit more of a challenge. Fish tend to go deeper, don't they, in the in the wintertime and have to use different uh, different bait than you use in the springtime. But uh, nevertheless, it can be a rewarding experience if you get out there in the winter and you don't mind uh, uh, the challenge of the cold a little bit. I'm going to help you with that today. Uh, but uh, I love to trout fish. I, I don't know whether you're near any trout streams or maybe in driving distance. Maybe you're maybe you're 40, 50 miles from a stream or maybe farther than that from where you are. But uh, but there's nothing like fishing for uh, just rainbow trout in the middle of the winter. Um, we've got a, a, a big lake here called Chickamauga Lake. And um, it's famous for its bass and crappie and uh, catfish and all kinds of fish. But not far from Lake Chickamauga, uh, near the dam, there's a little lake called uh, Lake Junior. And every year, the TVA, that's the Tennessee Valley Authority, stocks that little lake with, with rainbow trout. They do that several times over a period of about three months in the winter. And you can go out there on any given Friday or Saturday and fish for trout. And most of the time, we come back with a limit and just have a blast. And um, so... I'll just give you some tips on that kind of fishing maybe today, or maybe you don't have trout fishing, but you just want to do some old-fashioned catfishing off the bank. Well, some of these things can, can still apply. The bait's going to be a little bit different, but uh, but some of the same principles uh, and tips that, that may help you just have an enjoyable time when you're out there in the winter doing some just old-fashioned bank fishing, if nothing else. But uh, you know, we go out there and and uh, we'll take our our chairs, you know, or buckets to sit on or whatever. And uh, and for us, the bait of choice this time of year, fishing for trout, is a good old Berkeley power bait. You know, the Berkeley power balls uh, you can buy uh, just about anywhere. Come in a little jar. And uh, the uh, uh, the best colors for us are uh, chartreuse and uh bubblegum that chartreuse is a kind of a frog green and then bubblegum is the pink pinkish color 
and we use those you put two or three of those on a number six hook we just use an open face spinners and uh, put that on a number six hook and then uh, about 12 inches above that hook put you a couple little split shots on there don't have to have too much weight but we just go out there and just pitch it out there almost like we're catfishing and by the time it hits the bottom usually we're getting a nibble and pretty soon we're pulling in a good old-fashioned uh, rainbow trout hey just want to give you a, a hint as far as staying warm out there uh, i know a lot of guys like to build a campfire or whatever and a lot of times there's not wood readily available and it's kind of a pain to carry wood with you and have to haul it down on the bank and uh, so i found something uh on the internet it's not my own idea but uh, it's a good idea and it really works in fact i've got it sitting right here in my garage now you get you get you a big can of uh crisco doesn't, doesn't have to be crisco it can be the off brand it's cheaper and uh, take you a, you know a piece of newspaper long enough and twist that newspaper just as tight as you can get it to make a wick and then stuff that that newspaper wick down in the middle of that of that crisco all the way to the bottom and then take some of that uh crisco and you know put it all over the wick and then get you a just a small uh couple gallon galvanized bucket make sure it's a metal bucket and put that crisco can down inside that uh, bucket and light that thing and you would not believe the heat that that, that puts off just good even heat and that thing will burn for a couple days i mean it, it's amazing uh that's just a good inexpensive way to to carry carry something with you to get your hands warm or whatever feet warm when you're out to, when you're out fishing so i hope you'll try that let me know if you do and let me know about your experience uh, with that but uh yeah we we have a great time out there and we, uh, me and my buddy go, and we'll come back with the limit. That's, I think, seven trout. So we'll come back with about 14 rainbows every, every time we go. And, boy, those things are delicious in the middle of the winter. Get them, flay them out a little bit, put them on a, on a piece of tinfoil skin side down and, and bake those things and put some lemon pepper on them and butter. And I know you're salivating right now when you hear this, but there's just nothing finer. And with that, with a little coleslaw and some hush puppies, and you got a good midwinter uh, trout meal. And, and, of course, the same principle would go with, with, with catfishing, any, any kind of fishing that time of year. Maybe may be able to get some bluegill if you go deep and use the right bait. Uh, but uh, but we, we just have a time. The main thing is just getting out, out there outdoors. And if you got kids, there's just no better way to make memories than to take your kids with you and, and let them sit on the bank and ex, and get that experience of of catching those fish right in the middle middle of the winter and be sure and pack your lunch or whatever take with you and just go for the day maybe a thermos of hot coffee but that's that's how i like to fish in the in in the midwinter don't don't go at it too hard but uh i'll just be honest with you i really don't care about bass fishing too much until spring of course crappie fishing's on the way now here in east tennessee it uh, it gets here a little earlier than a lot of states uh we start fishing for crappie in february hey let me ask you something do you do you call them crappie or crappy 
uh, I don't I don't know really the correct terminology. I I've always called them crappie. Sometimes they call them crappy down here. I think they 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 call them crappy down in Florida. But uh, but anyway, whatever you call them, get out there and and go after those things. We we like to use um, uh, those uh, just just jigs, mainly artificial jigs. I don't have a lot of patience with minnows, although probably minnows are the best bait to use. But we use those um, little jigs. I, I like them with just the twister tail on them and, and uh, the kind that is kind of a smoky color with sparklies in it. All kinds of colors out there. And some guys swear by certain colors. And that's kind of my color of choice. And I tend to do real well on, on that. And we got some good slab crappie down here, the old fashioned. Uh, black crappie down here in uh, Chickamauga Lake and uh, and uh, it's good fishing down here if you ever make it down this way and, and fish in the old Chickamauga uh, I think you'll be rewarded uh, a lot of good places to fish, a lot of cover and a lot of area to fish uh, down here in, in, in this lake. TVA just makes a lot of good places for the public to fish. They they uh, just open it up and just really good about sharing their land and and their lakes and everything with the public and don't charge anything. We don't we don't charge anything to launch a boat. We don't charge anything to get in the parks uh, down here with TVA and uh, charge a little bit for camping, of course, and hooking up your RV and all that. But uh, Tennessee's just a good state for sportsmen, and uh, so I hope that if you get a chance to visit us here in Tennessee. Uh, that you will. Hey, uh, I live not too far from uh, the Gatlinburg Smoky Mountain area. Man, there's some good trout fishing up there. I used to live up in uh, Maryville, Tennessee, and and uh, used to trout fish up in the Smokies quite a bit, and uh, feel like I'd probably be a guide. I've been all over the Smokies and fishing for the native trout there and the rainbows and the brown trout, and um, up there, we use those. Uh, of course, uh, you're, you're not you're not supposed to use live bait in the park up there, and we'll use those um, uh, little spinner flies. But get a get a fly. Oh, I'm, I know what it is. Teleco nymph is what they call it. A teleco nymph, and they'll put a little uh, uh, spinner on the front of that, and we'll put a couple of split shots according to how fast the water's going, and use our open face spinners. A lot of these guys come from other states, and I see them out there with big, long fly fishing poles. And the streams in the Smokies are narrow and just just not too uh, friendly to long fishing poles. So the 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 old old timers down here, they just use the old open face reels with four pound test and and uh, use a uh, little spinner baits and all that. So if you get a chance uh, to get if you get a chance to get down to the Smokies uh, and uh, do some fishing, I think uh, you'll really enjoy that. Bring your family. Even up there in uh, in Gatlinburg, uh, well, my little dog, he's barking in the background there. Uh, but uh, anyway, but even up in Gatlinburg, uh, you, you can fish in the streams. They stock the streams up there. And, and now up there, I use that per Berkeley Power Bait, and uh, you'll catch them up there. Uh, with the Berkeley power bait too in the stream, same same principle. Just cast it upstream, let it drift down. And as it drifts down, there'll be one to grab it. Hey, let let me let me in. Uh, <laughs> I'll say it in a minute. 
let me let you in on a well-kept secret uh, in the Smoky Mountains. A lot of guys don't know this, but some of the best smallmouth fishing uh, ever to be had can be found in the streams of the Smoky Mountains. Man, those things, they yeah, they get, you can catch them up to three or four pounds up there in, in the streams, and they get under those rocks and lay there to ambush minnows, and we'll take uh, that round casting net up there and uh, cast out and, and get our minnows from, the native minnows from the streams up there and, uh, and just have time catching the smallies. Well, I'm about out of time for today, so I just wanted to leave those hints with you. And, uh, like me, if you will, and, and subscribe to me, and we'll be coming at you with some more helpful hints for the sportsman outdoor. This is old Double T signing off for today. God bless you, and have a great day.